Hey, VV Nation. Well, you found our podcast on your favorite platform for podcasts. We know that you'll love the content, and hopefully it makes you better informed investors in the stock market. Be sure to follow us on social media. You can go to YouTube, Facebook, Reddit, and Instagram. Just search for VectorVest, and remember, we do the work, you reap the rewards. Well, hello everybody and welcome to this very first Fantastic Female Fridays of 2021. My name is Susan Hayes Cullerton and I am your host of the show where we talk every fortnight about how women can engage more directly with their finances, specifically in relation to the stock market. And of course, lots of you who tune in I know are men as well and you're super welcome to today's show. Well, Today has a seasonal theme as I particularly wanted to talk about why New Year's resolutions fail and of course more importantly how we can make them succeed and the whole essence of Fantastic Female Fridays is to look at the markets from the point of view of number one knowledge how can you learn more about them number two technology but number three is confidence how you can build your confidence and if there's one thing that New Year's resolutions can do is they can give us great motivation but unfortunately they can also diminish our confidence if we don't get ahead like we thought that we might. So before I get started I would just love to hear where you're tuning in from as I always do. So can I first of all ask you to pop into the chat and to then uh, let me know where you're tuning in from. I'm taking a look at it right over here and I can see that uh, I can see where the chat is coming up. Now, if you are on a mobile device, because I'm also checking out uh, where that is, what you need to do is that you need to, um, beside the like button, um, there is a live chat button as well. And if you click on that, then you'll see the, the chat uh, coming up. So I can see here, um, we have Ron and Liz who are tuning in from Vernon in Canada. Wonderful. Uh, I can see Lisa. Oh, delighted to have you back, Lisa. I know you couldn't make the our last episode. Really lovely to have you back here. Um, Jean, I can say Happy New Year to you indeed. You're tuning in from Montreal. Oh, we have Ron here from Texas. Christian from Belgium. Hello, Christian. Of course, we have met in person. Cleveland, Ohio, a lovely part of the world. And as you may know, VectorVest is headquartered in not just North Carolina, but also in Akron, Ohio. And I've been over there. Love Ohio, I have to say. Love the state. Love the people in it as well, in particular. Um, also, I can see St. Louis, Missouri, Edmonton in Alberta in Canada. Um, I can see a lot of people here. Another person here from Ontario, um, me see Puerto Rico, Julia's here from London in the UK. That is fantastic, guys. Thanks a million so much. So it's it's great to hear that. Okay, let's get down to business, right? And before we talk about how to get back on track with you with your New Year's resolutions, I think what we also need to be aware and to be familiar with is why they don't work. And now, of course, some do but just not all, not all of them work. And I wanted to look at this whole area first before we get into fixing them. So here's what we're going to do today, right? First and foremost, we're going to talk about, and we're going to unpick why New Year's resolutions sometimes don't work. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you some suggestions for investment related ones that can enable you to leverage technology as well as build your confidence 
as well as build your knowledge of the stock market. That is what I'm going to do today. And in particular, I'm going to give you three suggested New Year's resolutions. By the way, you can so use New Year's resolutions all throughout all throughout January. In my own case, actually, I um, I'll tell you what mine is, right? I'll tell you what mine is. And you play a role. Yes, you do. You play a role in mine. My New Year's resolution is that I take time out every day, every day, every working day, every working day, right? Um, I take time out every working day to treat myself to going out for breakfast. Now, as you can imagine, right now going out for breakfast means takeaway and sitting in my car, but I still do it. I still do it. And I take time to think about a certain key question every day. So as you can imagine, one day this week, I just, me and an eggs shakshuka and a beautiful Americano, uh, we sat with my diary and where I just thought about today's show. I just sat and I just thought about today's show and I thought, what are the key things that I want to share? What are the key things that I want to uncover? What are the key things that hold people back and how can I propel you forward? And that's what I do every day. I take time every day. And I didn't do that before. I I would have done that from time to time, but now it's something that's really becoming a habit. So that is why you guys play a role in my New Year's resolutions. So I'm going to give you three particular stock market ones and then I'm going to give you how to make those stock market New Year's resolutions stick. And you can apply those strategies to anything, whether it is dieting, whether it is your personal finances general, in general, whether it is no matter what part of your life, you can make these principles stick. And that's what I'm going to do with you today. Okay. So, um, let's see, Cheryl here says, uh, I used to go to the monthly meetings in Akron that were headed by Dr. Delito. What a treat. Absolutely, Cheryl. Yes, a great man. I've had many a great chat uh, with him over the years for sure. And also I can see uh, you are on the west coast of BC. Great, great as well, Gigi, to see that you are here today. And I'm just taking a look. As I say, I, I keep this screen completely clear so that I can I can just focus on you guys. Uh, also, I see someone from Dublin. Hello. Uh, Angela from Frankfurt in Germany. Delighted to have you, Angela. And also uh, Michael from Vancouver as well. Fantastic. Okay. So as I say, let's get straight into business here. And let's, first of all, I want to show you uh, what I feel is, is quite quite a, a shocking statistic, right? And the shocking statistic is I can I can show you that the, that the text that I have on this slide is is the real text that I took out of a journal article. And this comes from the Journal of Clinical Psychology. And I put the link here and I'm going to I'm going to paste the link into into the chat there uh, in in a little while. And what this paper looked at is it compared the success rate of people who had a certain issue that they wanted to fix and so it could have been a dieting it could have been money it could have been the issue was not, not the case right but they compared the the difference in impact between people who had new year's resolutions and who didn't now the non-resolvers as they call them in the piece the non-resolvers four percent of them were successful four percent does that surprise you no i didn't think so either it it, it certainly did, didn't surprise me because of course the thing is, is that people who don't set goals generally don't achieve them. If I sit into the car and I don't know where I'm going, how am I definitely then going to make sure that I'm going to drive? Now, when I hear about Chicago, uh, Ohio, I remember one time I left Cincinnati and I drove to Akron, Ohio for a Halloween party. Imagine if I got into that car in Cincinnati and I just said, you know, I just go wherever. So it doesn't surprise me at all at all that people who want to do something but don't resolve to fix it, that only 4% were successful. I actually don't even know how the 4% were. But anyway, however, what about the people who did make New Year's resolutions? How many of them succeeded? 
Do you know what the, the answer was in this particular study? 46%, which is still 10 times the non-resolvers, but it's still more than half of people fail at New Year's resolutions. And the question is why? Now, I'm not going to bring any more statistics to you about this. I'm going to tell you about my experience, right? I can bring papers, I can get papers and I can get articles and I can do research, but I am simply me, Susan, telling you why I feel that people fail at New Year's resolutions. And guess how I know this? Because I've done it. Because I have failed on my own in the past as a result of this. Okay? Here, there's four reasons just going to move me around here, right? Number one, the goal is too big. Goal is too big and unrealistic. Like, I am going to lose four stone. Or I am going to exercise every single day for the rest of my life. Or, you, you know what I did one time? I'm actually embarrassed even telling you this. But you know what one I did at one time is I told my husband, I said, I'm never going to be late for anything ever again. That lasted about 48 hours. Maybe even 47. It was just, it was just ridiculous, right? It was just ridiculous. And I am somebody that has had to work at my punctuality. Just doesn't come to me naturally. And and my thinking time in the mornings actually has really helped that because I, I start the day now with a much more kind of thoughtful um, and, and thoughtful, I suppose, a thoughtful approach. But there's no stress. There's no pressure. I just think. I just sit and I think. Now, you might say, am I not just journaling? I'm not. I'm not just journaling and I'll tell you why I'm not just journaling. To me, journaling is where I literally just sit and write whatever is on my mind. Every day when I sit and think for my hour, round about an hour, I have a very pointed question. So that's why I don't call it journaling. I call it thinking, just very focused thinking. And there's a there's a focus and there's an output, but it's so enjoyable. And by the way, the results are immeasurable because that at, that at my stage in my career and that at my stage in my personal development and there is really important that I just take time to stop and think and then act. Um, so that is not too big and unrealistic to simply go out, and I, and I do it every morning, um, to simply st take the time to do that. Whereas never being late again, oh, seriously, where was I going? Um, just also going to say here hello to Ian, who's tuning in from California, Steve from London, um, uh, Edgardo from Australia and the Philippines. Wow, you're bilocating. And Eric, a curious. Uh, hope this is not for women only. Absolutely not. Uh, Eric, you are so totally welcome to be here right throughout. Okay, the second thing is people want the outcome, but they don't want the process. Now, that's not going to apply to us today because every single resolution that I'm going to give you is is really good and really well worthwhile and it's enjoyable to have. But I get it. If you want to lose... 10 kilos right and then you don't want to have to go through the healthy eating and the gym even though you know it's probably good for you I get that right but you know what else happens is this is people say I want to do whatever and they want the outcome but they don't want to get the process to, to be there in other words they say that they want something but they kind of don't really because if you really really want something if you really want something well then you're, you know that the cost, right? And that cost could be money, right? It could be a course that you want to go on that you have to pay for. It could be a lifestyle choice. It could be, I want to get up at 5.30 a.m. every morning and you have to go through the cost of getting out of bed when you don't really feel like it. It could be that. It could be that, whatever it might be. And then you realize, actually, the, if the cost is too high, do you really want the outcome, really, at, at the end of the day? So you know, you know what's the silver bullet to fixing this? is not just understanding what the outcome is, not just saying, I would like to achieve a 10% return on my portfolio, for example, is understanding why. Understand why. Ask yourself, well, why do you want this? So in my case, why do I want to take the time out to think every morning is when I'm making stock market decisions, when I'm making business decisions, when I'm thinking about what I'm going to talk to you about, I want it to be worthwhile for you and for me. 
I do I don't want anybody to feel that when they come on this show that it hasn't been a worthwhile use of their time. This is precisely I want to make it worthwhile for you. And I want for you to feel that this is valuable enough for you to share with other people. And I want to grow the show and I want more and more and more and more and more interaction with you. So is it worthwhile me taking my time out with my breakfast and my time just to think in the mornings, just to invest in you rather than scrambling or not thinking through what I'm going to talk about? Absolutely. That is my why. So that is what I would say is if rather than you getting to that stage where you say, right, I want an outcome, but not the process to get there. Think about the outcome, but think about why you want the outcome and then consider, you know, do you want uh, the process in order to get there? Now, this is the third thing, right? This is the third thing is there isn't a plan to achieve them. This is actually, it's often down to process, not down to willpower, not down to, you know, ability, not, not, it's a whole load of things. So I said to my personal secretary this year, I said, I want to make sure that I don't have any calls early in the morning. I want to make sure that I only have my scheduled time to think before I get in to the office. And of course, as we all know now at the moment, people's offices aren't what they were. The office can be downstairs in the sitting room. But that's what I said is I said, I'm not, please do not schedule any early morning calls. I want to plan to have that time to think. Because of course, if I have a call in the morning or I have two calls in the morning or I have other things to do in the morning, then it's going to get in my way of my time to think. But by actually planning it in there, by scheduling it in there, it creates the space in order for me to simply be successful. So I'm, I'm going to show you, by the way, how to put all of these four into action for each of the resolutions that I'm going to tell you about later on. And then in addition, the bandwagon. The bandwagon is a slippy spot. A lot of people fall off the bandwagon early. And here's my super, here's my super tip. It's too late to implement it now, kind of. And that is that I actually start my New Year's resolutions in December. Because I know I probably won't stick to them day after day like I plan to. I know things can get in the way. I know life gets in the way. I know things happen. So I actually create the space that if I'm going to fall off the bandwagon, that I have the time to do it. But I have the time to get back up again so that I have a couple of successes under my belt by the time we actually get to implementing the real New Year's resolutions. So every day during the last working week before Christmas, this is what I did. I took my time out to think and, uh, and I loved it. And I really enjoyed it and I saw huge benefits from it. And I said, you know what? This is definitely something that I'm going to do. I haven't fallen off the bandwagon at all, at all, at all. But then again, it's a lovely, pleasurable process and I've made it really nice and I've planned for it to happen and all sorts of things. So this one, ladies and gentlemen, is here to stay. Now, do you know what I'd love to hear? What have been your New Year's resolutions? Will you just pop them into the chat there for me and tell me? So what were your New Year's resolutions? I'm not going to ask if you were successful or not. I'm not going to ask that. I'd just like to hear, just to get a sense, you know, in your case, what have your New Year's resolutions actually been? Pop them in there into the chat and we will talk through them. And then, you know, also as we as we go through this, what I'm going to do is, as I say, I'm going to particularly, I'm going to focus in on three key stock market related New Year's resolutions. Because often people say, I'd love to have, I'd love to have them. I'd love to like know what to do, but I don't know where to start. Or maybe you don't know where to start, but you don't know how to continue. So let me just see. I'm gonna just gonna just gonna uh, check over here. Um, what have your New Year's resolutions been? Wow, Christian, I love that one. So Christian says his New Year's resolution is to visit every restaurant in Belgium when they're open again. Christian, as you know, as you know, I I'm just gonna uh, pop back here. I am a big fan a of restaurants, <laughs> just simply, and b I'm a big 
fan of Belgium as well. So I really like that one. Lisa says, focus more on today and not what could happen. Good idea. Lisa, can I give you as well something that I truly believe in from a stock market point of view that feeds right into what you say? And that is, I don't have to predict the future. All I need to be able to do is analyze the present. That's all. And as I look back on the stocks that I bought in 2020, because I sold everything, everything back in March, and then uh, we got back into the market pretty quickly again after that, I couldn't predict the future. You couldn't possibly predict the future in 2020. All I did was focus on today, just like you're saying. I All I did was that I said, right, don't need to predict the future, just need to analyse the present. Um, Magnus says, immerse myself in newly found VectorVest and learn. Good idea. Good idea, Magnus. And what I will also say is there is so much opportunity in order to that. There is so much capability. Had a call today, Magnus, with Ray. And Ray is the Director of Education at VectorVest. And they have got so much planned in so many ways, whether it's in different media, whether it is using different parts of the system, a variety of things. So there's there's an exciting plan. And by the way, if you're new, if you're new to VectorVest, there is lots of very inclusive communities that you can join to learn more. And there's lots and lots of, of education uh, that you can run either on your own or live. So that's that's a really good one. Um, Monica says, try and adopt a healthier lifestyle. Move more, sleep more and drink more water as, learn, as well as learn, learn new things. Love it. You know what, Monica? My lovely husband got me this this watch and I can't, I know if I'm trying to, try, trying to make sure that you can see there. He got this watch for me. And you know what? In terms of an accountability partner, this this uh, fitness watch is just the business. So I have uh, my accountability partner here buzzing me every now and again, reminding me to do all of what you, what you mentioned. Um, Angelus's daily meditation. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah, that's always, always a good one as well. I did a bit more of that during lockdown um, than, I, than I do now, but it's a very, very good idea. Um, let me see. Monica says, I would love to use the Derby to gain 25% portfolio return for the year. I'm not sure how to do that yet though. Monica, there are so many people who are who were well able to help you with that. Steve Chappell is a great guy in VectorVest who's well able to talk to you about the um about the Derby and so many more things as well. By the way, just for anybody who was at Tampa last week, the Tampa two-day series, um, I was the the speaker at the one of the earlier stages there. And Shout out to all of you savvy women investors. I was the only woman on the ticket and delighted that I got the opportunity to be there. So sisters are doing it for themselves. Uh, also, I can just, yeah, lots, lots more. Um, uh, Matt says to me, hi, Susan, do you sell all your holdings on a down and confirm market? Scott, yes, I did last March. Yes, I did last March. Every, like every indicator under the sun was saying to do that. So yes, I did. Don't always now, depending on the reason that I bought the stock, but absolutely kit and caboodle sold last March. And then we got back in, uh, in early, uh, early to mid April. Um, and it, again, the market timing indicators made it quite simple about, about doing that. Okay. Now let's talk about my suggested anyway, my suggested three, uh, three New Year's resolutions that I that I suggest you do. And I'm going to give you different technologies in order to be able to do these, right? Number one is to get organized, right? Lots, you've heard me say this before. Can I just give a shout out to the guys uh, back at uh, VectorVest, please? Would you mind sharing the episode where I spoke about setting financial goals? So I'm just, guys, by the way, I had a bit of a tech issue earlier on today. I had to, I had to talk to Joy, I had to ring Joy. Joy answered the phone within the third ring. And within approximately 360 seconds, he had it sorted. 
honestly, that guy is a legend. He should wear a cape. So, Joey, it's probably you um, that's back at base there now taking care of me again here. So would you mind sharing the episode, the Fantastic Female Fridays episode of Setting Effective Financial Goals? The reason I want to share that is just in case you want to make sure that your resolution and your goal match. But I will tell you one thing that I said uh, on that episode, and that is that many financial goals have nothing to do with money. They have nothing to do with actual money, spending money or generating money. This is one of these is where it is to get organized. So I want to give you two tech tools here. One is a vector vest one and one is not. And that is when it comes to getting organized, maybe this is the year that you say, right, I am finally going to stop paper trading and I'm going to start investing myself. And Lisa, I'm going to give a shout out to Lisa here. Lisa tweeted me one day and she said, through being on this show, that she got the confidence to go and take her first transaction in the stock market. And Lisa, I really hope that that's working out for you. I really, really do. And so she made she made that transition. So what I suggest to you is, if it is about setting up an account, simply download the app or simply get your paperwork together. It can all now be done online. Back when I set up my tra- my trading account, like, oh my God, you had to get you know, signed copies of things, hard paper copies of things and original bank statements. All of this can all be done now, can now be done online. So pick a time and say, right, I'm going to organize myself to get my stock market account open. And if it is, right, I need to transfer the money across and I need to dip my toe in the water and take my first transaction, call the company, call the company that that you are going to do your first transaction with and ask them to talk you through how to do that on the phone. That's simply it. That is really all that that you need to do. But I'm also gonna gonna show you, as I say, gonna show you a couple of tech tools here now that um that are just really really helpful, right? So I'm gonna start off with the a simple one. They're all simple anyway, and I'm gonna make sure that when you're here with me, it will always be that way, right? I'm gonna show you a very simple tool here for any of you who aren't. Um, a VectorVest subscriber yet and you don't have the software I want to show you something here so this is Google Sheets and what I'm going to show you here is just how to create so this is creating a portfolio so what I say about getting organized is just pull everything together right if you have if you're like I'm looking at this stock and I'm interested in that stock and I don't really know how much I'm up at this stock and you know all these sorts of things what I would say is create a Google Sheet And I'm going to show you a couple of small things in here that you need to have. So first of all, put in the name of your stock. Okay, name of your stock. So I'm going to say right now, I have an option expiring next week. Um, Don't worry to those of you who don't understand options. I'm not going to get into that right now. But I have an option expiring next week in Royal Caribbean. Uh, Royal Caribbean is Royal Caribbean, the cruise company, right? Royal Caribbean. Now... I am also going to get the put in here at the live price. Now, uh, I have got some feedback from a couple of people here before to say that they found it difficult to see what I see what I was focusing on. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to zoom, going to zoom right in here now, going to zoom right in. Okay, so hopefully that's easier. And let me show you a super simple technique here, right? So equals Google Finance. And now what I'm just going to put in here is I'm going to put in here the ticker code of Royal Caribbean, which is RCL. Oh, sorry, that didn't quite work. What I need to do is, this is where I need to put my coding skills back into better action. Now, there we go. Okay. Royal Caribbean. 
Why isn't that working for me now? Let me just check. Royal Caribbean. Let me just check. Actually, this is teaching me something now. And that is that I should always check the name, the ticker code of my stock before doing anything else. Royal Caribbean. Yeah. Or CL. Okay. Or CL. Uh-huh. You know what we're going to do? This is what happens when you go live is I am going to fix this now properly. Ticker, code, comma, or CL, com, or inverted commas. It's just not working for me today, is it? It is just not working for me today. That really should be happening. No, that's not going to happen. Okay, well, I'm going to, going to keep going and I'm going to, going to go back and I'm going to fix that when, when we get a second there during um, during Raw or in uh, when, when I'm going through the Q&A. So the next thing I'm going to do here is I'm going to put in my buy price. So I'm because I, I have an option, it's, it's a little bit different. So I'm just going to put in here the buy price is, let's say I'm going to put in here 45. And I'm just going to change that. I will fix fix this now in a moment, but... The, the actual price right now of Royal Caribbean is 74.05. 74.05. And then what I can do over here then is work out what my profit is. And of course, when I have my live price hard-coded in, this automatically updates. But anyway, equals bracket, and I take my live price minus my buy price. And when, when I put in my right-hand side bracket, and there you can see it automatically updates. And in addition, I'm going to make all of these dollars and now this is a way that I can just simply get very clear on how my portfolio is doing in addition if I want this of course is my profit per share I might put in here number of shares okay so let's say my number of shares here is 56 and then I'm going to put in one more little piece of code over here so I'm going to say total profit or of course loss but you know what? Let's leave loss out of it. We can figure it out. There'll be a minus there if, if that's what, if, the, if that isn't a loss. And here I can multiply my number of shares multiplied by my profit. And there we go. So this is how I can, when, when I'm going to fix that, 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 that bug there on the live price, when I fix that, you'll see that then this can constantly update. So Google Sheets is a really useful piece of software where you can just put in individual codes in there. As I say, you can you can bring in the live prices. You can do it. I definitely know you can do it and you can do it normally the way I'm showing you. But anyway, we'll, we'll fix it later on. And then you can see your total profit from there. That is if you don't have the VectorVest software. Now, if you do have the VectorVest software, then what I suggest is that you open up portfolios in here. You open up portfolios and you can create a portfolio where we can see how much you've bought, how much you've sold, how much profit you have, etc. But what if you're somebody who is really starting at the very beginning at VectorVest? What should you do? Well, rather than getting into a portfolio, let's go back one step. And this is something that I suggest to you all, that I suggest that you all do, every single one of you, I suggest that you all do, is to create a watch list. Even if you create a watch list on Google Sheets for a start. If you don't have the VectorVest portfolio or the VectorVest software yet. So over here in Watchlist, right, I'm going to go to Viewer. I'm going to go to, to Watchlist Viewer. And I'm going to simply create, under my Watchlist, I'm going to create a new a new one now. It's just appeared there on a different screen. So I'm just going to pop it across. And I'm going to call this Watchlist. I'm going to make it much bigger. Yeah. I'm going to make it much bigger and wider. And I'm going to call this 
F F F. I know that's really small. Don't worry. This is just to put in a piece of text. F F F watch list. Okay. And I'm going to press add. And in here, I then, I'm going to put in all of the stocks that I'm looking at right now. So can I, I'm just, just going to stop there now for a moment. And can I just ask you, what stocks are you looking at at the moment? Let's just pop them in just so that we can get, get some experience of doing that. So can you just tell me there, just chat into me there exactly uh, what stocks that you are looking at right now. Um, and while you're doing that, I'm going to fix this live price issue because I am not impressed with getting this this wrong. Um, so just gonna see, okay, we've got so we've got a range of these in here now. Uh, perfect, perfect indeed. Now let's create a watch list out of what you are looking at. Okay, so let me see. Um, <laughs> Christian, imagine you are looking at Royal Caribbean. By the way, I have actually tested out my Google Sheets there with a different ticker code. There's something up with the system right now. So I don't think, I'd like to think it's not me. It may be it, but um, I'm, I'm going to leave that for now and uh, and I can always show you how to do it in another episode. Okay, so let's put that one in there. Uh, I'll put that one in there, Christian. Okay, um, Caribbean Spell, says Olivia Woods. Okay, let me try that one out now. Caribbean Spell. Uh, Oh, okay. You mean right? I see. See what you mean. You mean in terms of Royal Caribbean? Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. Um. Okay. FedEx is William. FDX. FDX. That's FedEx. Uh. Let me see now. What else have we got here? Cheryl says GM General Motors bought and sold that in my time as well. I'm just gonna click back up here. Uh. GM MR Consulting says QDEL. QDEL. Okay, who else have we got here? Uh, Little says William LDL. Uh, that's Lidl, well, maybe. Missy um, Target, Christian has as well. TGT. Uh, who else have we got here? Apps from Bruce. Uh, uh, Ebert has XOM, ExxonMobil. Yeah, bought and sold that in my time too. Um, now there's one of the Toronto Stock Exchange. Since I just have the US system open, I'm just going to stick at this one, Jean, but you're very welcome um to do that emily is emily is helping me to fix my google sheets issue you know what emily i'm going to try out your solution there and let's see let's see if, if that works so what you're saying there is just to take out ticker and just put in rcl let's try that let's see if that works ah good woman emily thank you thank you very much yes it does work Good woman, thank you. So now as you can see, the profit there is going to cons consistently update there. Thanks guys, I love the way you, uh, you you helped me out here with this. Okay, I'm gonna close close that down there now. Now, can I show you something, right? And, and there's loads more of them coming in and I love that they are. I wanna show you this, I show this every time, but it's just important. You see the way everything's up on top of each other there now, right? See, I can see it there, it's all up on top of each other. I'm just gonna right click, right click up here on the gray line up there at the top and I'm going to click auto fit and now you see symbol fixes and then I'm going to go over here going to auto fit there and now it's much easier to see so the thing is is that by doing this now look what I've got right I've got this watch list and of course I'm here in the US system all of my prices are updating I could do this in Europe 
Uh, so for those of you, uh, for those of you tuning in today from Germany and from London and from Dublin and from from everywhere else, you can get uh, it in Vectorvest UK or in Vectorvest Europe. Those of you tuning in in Canada, you can always do this in Vectorvest Canada as well. Those of you, you might be asleep right now, but who may look at this recording afterwards, um, in Australia, of course, you'll be able to do this as well. On that note as well, can I ask, please, would it be okay? Would you mind pressing like on this video? I'd really appreciate it so that then as people are searching for how to improve their New Year's resolutions from an investment point of view, they'll find us. I'd really appreciate your help if you wouldn't mind on that. Thanks a million, guys. Okay, now, so here's how I create a watch list and I would love to delve into telling you how to analyze this watch list and so on, but we've loads to do today in the show. So I'm going I'm going to stop there. Um, I can see there we have loads and loads and loads and loads uh, Jean says, I only have VectorVest with daily updates. Therefore, in doing as you suggest, would it give me yesterday's prices? Now, Jean, the answer to that is it'll give you end of day prices. So that means that when the system is updated at the end of the day, um, then the prices will become live again. So depending on the delay between the end of the trading day and when the update is, then some some so some part of the evening will be yesterday's prices and then some part of the evening will be today's. Right, um, CT says hi from California. Delighted, delighted to see you there. Rich would, do you know what, Rich? I'm just going to add in J&J as well. You know what, let's let's do that. J&J, again, a stock I've often, often bought, sold myself. Okay, now, um, what I'm going to do is I'm now going to move you across to portfolios. And I just want to show you the difference between a portfolio and a watch list. Those of you getting started, I suggest you set up a watch list because it's really interesting then to pop in there every day, see how the stock's doing, see how Vectorvest is rating it as a buy or a sell or a hold or, you know, look at the various different indicators, various different things like that. It can be really good to do. Now, a portfolio takes more time. It takes more time to set up. Whereas you saw how quickly I could do the other one, right? The other is super quick. I was able to take all of these various different ones here from time to, um, that that you've that you've suggested to me, and um, really simple, really simple for me to do. Portfolio takes a bit longer. So here's what I'm doing, right? I'm going to go up here to portfolios. Then I am going to create a new portfolio. Okay, so I'm just going to go here to my portfolios. Okay. Then up here at the top right hand corner, I'm going to click create portfolio. Now in here, I'm going to put a name. So I'm going to say FFF portfolio, portfolio. I'm going to give myself $100,000. That's the default. And what I would say is if you really want to do this right and to get organized, put in the actual amount that's in your portfolio. Put like do the actual, the actual amount. Now, when I say the actual amount, I don't mean the market value. I mean the amount that you transferred in terms of money across, right? That's the way to do it. Now, next thing I need to do is explain my, my commission per trade. Now mine is my mouse, where's my mouse gone? There we are. So um, in my case, for example, the broker that I use, it is now 12.95 per transaction. Wow, sorry, I had nearly typed too much there. Um, Don't use margin, don't use interest and okay. Now in here then, what I do is that I can add trade, by trade and that is really and truly the way to get organized so I'm going to say for example that on and go back you don't have to go back and see okay what was the price in that particular day or anything else like that don't don't you don't have to do that vector vessel do that for you all you need to do is pick up on the trade day and time so I am going to now I'm going to go back over here so I'm going to say I bought Royal Caribbean now I didn't um again to those of you who understand it 
and we'll talk about it on another occasion, is I sold an option on Royal Caribbean some time ago. So, by the way, my strike price is $70 a share. I spoke at length about this during the Hot Stocks panel back in October. I was a guest on the Hot Stocks panel with Glenn and Steve, and this was one of the stocks that I had picked out. And uh, I sold an option at that stage, and it's expiring, as I say, very soon. Right, so uh, I'm going to say I bought it there the 13th of July. Uh, I'm going to say that I bought long in terms of my symbol. I'm going to put in here RCL. There's Royal Caribbean. I am going to click get price. Watch this. Get price. I'm going to get the average price. Beautiful. So there we go. Or else, of course, I can type it in. I can type it in manually. And there I'm going to say I bought 50 shares. Uh, by the way, at the moment anyway, I my option, if it's expiring at $70, my strike price, at seventy dollars, I won't be taking on the. I won't be taking on the, the option, the stocks. Sorry, the stocks. And uh, target investment commission is twelve ninety five there, and I'm gonna press OK. Am I sure I want to place the following trade? Now, of course, that's only asking me the question. It's not. I'm not actually ask placing a trade, and I press OK, and in there, and as you can see now, you can see how my portfolio was going today, and I can also edit this to where I want to show the change and a range of other different things. So I'm just going to, yeah, I can, I can fi fix all of that. So in there is also, now that's a much, that will give you a graph, that will give you my purchase date. It will also give me reports on how I'm doing. It's going to tell me how everything is going on a daily basis. So this is a much more superior way of looking at it. But of course, I'm always cognizant that some people here are considering becoming members of VectorVest and some of you are not, but you're all really welcome. And that's why I want to make this an inclusive community. So that's the first thing I'm going to say is get organized. Get your stuff together so that you set up your trading account or get uh, get your get your watch list together just so that you can watch your stocks or get your portfolio together with more success than I had originally with Google Sheets, but get that together. And then um, you can also, of course, over here, do it in portfolios as well. It's a great tool and it's a really easy way to watch what's going on in your portfolio. Then, of course, you can just double click on stock and go in and analyze it. It's lovely. Okay. Now, I am going to now move to the next of my New Year's resolutions that I suggest, and that is put a strategy in place, right? I'm going to give you some super simple ones and then I'm going, we're going to lever them, lever them right up. Just going to check over here, see how everyone is doing. Now, uh, Steve says, if you make a mistake, how do you um, how do you remove a trade from your portfolio? Can I just ask, uh, Joey, would you mind just popping in and answering that question? I'm, I'm just conscious that one person wants to know. Is, and so therefore, would you mind just popping in there and taking that? Because I want to make sure that we move along here and we move on to our second resolution so that I can make sure that I've everything done on time for you today. Now, when it comes to putting a strategy in place, I'm going to give you four different suggestions. Each one will become more complicated. So we're going to start super simple and then we're just going to keep on rising in terms of level of complexity. Not in terms of order, not in terms of effectiveness. It's up to you to decide which strategy works best for you. I have done all four. Believe me, I will always tell you what I have done myself. I feel that it's, it's really important that I just tell you how I personally invest myself how I use the VectorVest system myself and the tech tools that I use in order to help me to advance in the stock market and how I use the various different systems that we have. Okay, so each one that I've done. So I just want to say up front, these are not in order of effectiveness or best. 
Instead, this is in order of simplicity, right? So the first one, the most simplest stock market strategy of all is to simply buy a global exchange traded fund that simply tracks the whole market. Simple. That's all. Is just to look for a global ETF. And a global ETF is an exchange traded fund. So it is a fund of stocks that simply tracks the global stock market index. Could you give us an example, I hear you say? Right, I'm going to pop on over here and I'm going to open up an example of one of those. Can I just ask you, just tell me there in the chat, tell me, have you ever bought an ETF that tracks either the world or tracks a region? Do, do any of you use ETFs just to get exposure to more than one particular stock? So in my case, I, I have bought the world stock market, for example, for my mom. For when my mother was starting off investing and there was a small amount to go into the portfolio, I said, right, let's just buy a global ETF and let's just track the entire world stock market really, really simply, low cost and also effectively. So can I just check in with, in with you guys? What's your thoughts on ETFs? Do you use them? If you're not familiar with them, that's completely fine. That is completely fine. I'm going to show you an example of one anyway, but I'd just love to hear from you. Do you use ETFs? So while you are answering me, I am just going to open up. Uh, just going to open up here um, an example of how I would find one. Um, Jean says no, although I'd welcome better knowledge of the subject. Okay, sure, Jean, you're in the right spot. Um, some of you are saying Heidi, Magnus, um, Paul, Leslie, different yeses and nos. Okay, okay, yeah, great stuff there. That's uh, that is good. Lisa says not yet. <laughs> I love Lisa's ambition. All right, so here's an example of something that simply is an exchange-traded fund that tracks the world stock market, okay? So what I'm going to do here is I am going to go down here and I'm just going to click on the US. And in here, uh, Monica says QQQ, yeah, yeah, that's that's a, that's an example of a pretty broad one. Here is where I'm going to click on funds, okay? And I am going to click on stock funds. So there's a range of ETF providers all around the world. And here's what I'm going to do now is in this fund selector, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to click. So we've got all funds and equity and I'm simply going to move over here to global. Right. So just going to look for it. There's a list of 172 funds in here. Now, in here, then you can see that there is a range of different ETFs. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to take, uh, I just want the most broad of all. Let me just think. You just find the most, the most global of all. And if I take a look at that now, I am just going to see what I can find. Um, you know what? Here's an example of one, right? Here's an example of, of a fund that tracks the world, but specifically the tech sector across the world. Now, that's that's not quite as broad as what I would like. Let me go and let me see now what else. What else have we? Here we go. Here we go. Actually, this was the one that I bought from my mom. The iShares Global 100 ETF. All this is, all this is, is simply the largest 100 stocks in the world in one fund. That's it. That's the strategy. No more. That is the strategy. So I simply bought that from mom. I bought it for her originally and I said, you know what? There isn't enough money here to be buying a portfolio of stocks or anything like it. I said, let's just buy an ETF that tracks the world stock market. 
Will it beat the market? No. Will it deliver the market? Yes. It's a passive investment. So as you can see over here, can anyone guess how many stocks are in this fund? Oh, really? A hundred? Uh, so I would simply go over here into my stockbroking account, put in my ticker code of IOO, and then I would get exposure to the largest 100 stocks in the world. Not in America, in the world. And the average performance over the past 10 years has been 10% per annum. Simples, simple as. And the fees are 0.4%, right? So simples, really, really, really simple. And then I can come down here and I can take a look at what are the stocks, for example. So Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, Google, JP Morgan, Samsung, Procter & Gamble, Nestle. And if I click here, I'll be able to see all the holdings and analytics, right? So that is, I have to say, one of the most simplest strategies that you can do that I put in place from MAM uh, directly. Now, of course, if you want to analyze the ETF from a Vectorvest point of view, we have, let's go over here to viewer and let's go over here to, not watch list viewer, my watch list viewer. Uh, I am going to go down here to ETF viewer in here. So as ETF viewer is going to open up, I'm going to search for the symbol IOO. IOO, there we are. And in here, you can, I can now see all of what I might want to see from a Vectorvest point of view. So again, some of you are going to be familiar with the Vectorvest terminology, some of you will not, but I can see here my VST, I can see my, my CI, my comfort index, I can see the buy, set or hold recommendation, I can see the dividend yield, I can graph it, I can do all sorts of things, but I, I won't elaborate on that. But the point is, is that ETFs are a very simple idea, very low cost, very um, diverse, and they can give you a broad range of exposure across so many different areas. And we have the ETF viewer right there in the center of the system. Okay, now the next strategy that I, I'm going to that I'm going to talk about is another simple one. And that is, it's actually going back there to Monica, to you, right? When you said about QQQ, right? Now, if I just show people what QQQ is, right? I'm going to put it in there. One, two, three. Oh, sorry. One, two, three. Okay. There we go in here. We have something here like let's say Invesco, and um, this is a this is an ETF that tracks again large number of stocks, but again it's passively tracking an index. Now I can go on here. I could find Imagine. Here's another one. Many of you will have heard of the S and P five hundred SPY. But what about though? What if I wanted instead of buying one instrument that tracks all of the stocks within that index? What about if I wanted to pick the best ones? Well, the thing is, I'd have to know what does best really mean. So can I just ask you there? Um, can, I can I just check in with you? How many of you like stocks with good dividends? Some of you will, some of you won't. Some of you will prefer companies that reinvest them all back into the company. Some of you won't. Tell me there in the chat. Tell me, is, um, do, you, do you like, do you, do you look, do you look for, for dividends or do you not? Um... Let me see now, uh, GLQ, uh, work in progress says, no, but I plan to, great, okay. So uh, just tell me whether you do or not. While you're doing that, I'm gonna show you, I'm gonna show you a different watch list over here, right? Now. I'm gonna show you how I can pick the stocks in the S&P 500 with the highest dividends. I'm gonna show you in two, maybe three clicks of a button how, how I can do that. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go over here to watch list viewer, okay? Just while you're typing that in there, and I'm going to go to S&P 500 or the S&P watch list. 
and I'm going to go to S&P 100. So this, rather than now pick the largest 100 stocks in the world, I'm going to pick the largest, or I'm going to go to the S&P 500, which is 100, which is the largest 100 companies in America. Again, I'm just, let me right click here. Let me auto fit all columns instead of one at a time. And now here's what I'm going to do. So this watch list is already set up. I'm just going to show you there again. Just while you're telling me here, uh, dividends not that important, says Christian. Okay. Christian, again, this was an area that I looked at in depth. Um, I looked at it in depth in a previous episode where we looked at the genuine value of dividends over time and how to find them and so on. So are they not important? Depends on the type of investor that, that you are. I could agree with you and I could disagree with you. But you know what? It's all up It's all up to you individually. Um, Jean says dividends are important. Leslie says no. Paul says dividends are okay, but not a priority. Monica says don't look for them, but great if they have them. Okay, it's an interesting approach. Stulon says mix of dividends and high growth. Lovely. Ebert says sometimes, but it's nice. <laughs> Um, Monica says I don't look for them also they tend to move too slow for me that's fair enough Monica you see people have various different thoughts on this so now that you've told me this I am going to look at the largest 100 companies in America and I'm going to do one thing first I'm going to search for the stocks the top 10 stocks in terms of dividend yield so rather than say right I want to find an ETF that has the largest 100 companies in America that will deliver that index I would like to find the top 10 stocks in terms of dividend yield. Is that difficult to do? Uh, uh, uh. No, it's not. Let me show you. Let me just scroll on over here and show you. I'm going to scroll on over here and I'm going to click here on DY and um, let me see. Let me see. Do we? Yes, we have them here. So now I can see what the top stocks in terms of dividend yield are in the uh in the database so the top let me just let me just get the top 10 let's just isolate the top 10 here for you let's just see where they are so we have the Altry group exxon mobil uh at&t uh kinder morgan philip morris simon property chevron ibm Kraft and dow inc now let's say again and i know i'm speaking now to people who may or may not have the um who may or may not have vector vest but just so you're aware it would be really really simple for me now all i need to do is if i highlight them all and i right click i can either quick folio them all i can put them all into a portfolio now really quickly or i can put them all into a watch list so you know the get organized tip from earlier here's here's another one for you okay so in here this is the way in which that i can do that it's really simple just let me retrace my steps for you so you come in here into the home page you want to find the top 10 stocks in America ranked by dividend yield. You go to viewer, then you go to watch list viewer, then you go to S&P uh, watch list. All of your watch lists, all of those watch lists are already going to be there. All of them are already going to be there in your system naturally. And I'm going to click on S&P 100 and then I ranked by dividend yield. Now, I know by this audience that... If you're looking for high growth companies, the one way to find them is through looking at high earnings. So how about this? Let me do something different now. Same list, same largest 100 stocks in America. But, but, now what I'm going to do is I'm going to rank by the growth of earnings. Not the earnings themselves, by the growth of the earnings. Let me do that right now. GRT. And here we go. 
So the, imagine Tesla tops the pole here, huh? So we have Tesla, we have Netflix, we have Amazon, we have Qualcomm, we have Lowe's, we have PayPal, we have Thermo Fisher, we have Charter, we have NVIDIA, and we have Adobe. So as you can see here, this is the way in which I can do it. Really, really, really simple to do that, okay? So that is the, that is the second type of strategy that you might look at, is going into the system and just refining things according to the way in which you look at. And of course, you might instead... Instead of looking at either of those, you could click a VST. You could click a wide variety of others, okay? Now, let me now move away from the index. And I told you that I'm going to move another level higher. This is not to say that this would be better or worse. I'm just moving. Just I'm going to, going to keep on going. So let me now, instead of going to the preset watch list viewer, let me go home. And I'm going to go simply to the stock viewer. And maybe now, instead of just looking at a specific index and trying to find the stocks that are biggest with the highest dividend yields, etc., maybe what I'm going to do is I'm going to do something, something else. I might, in this case, one of the, the strategies that I really like in the VectorVest system is the birthday game. And the birthday game is where we simply find the top 20, I already have it built here actually, the top 20 RS stocks. And RS is relative safety. I'm just going to auto fit here everything again. So RS is relative safety. And the relative safety looks at the consistency and predictability of financial performance. In other words, I want to find the top 20 companies that has the most consistent and predictable financial performance in the entire database, which has, here's the number up there, 8,434 stocks. I want to find the top 20 stocks that has the most consistent unpredictable financial performance. Now, if any of you look at anything that we've ever done in VectorVest, you go back and check out the VectorVest birthday game and that, and we've all back tested that a bazillion times. And that is one that can, that can be a very, very useful one as well, because it's safe. Um, when I say safe, I'm talking about it's safe from the point of view of consistency and predictability of financial performance, not risk-free, it stocks after all, but it is one that relies on the safety of the stock, which is consistency and predictability of financial performance. So that's the third one. So the first one is simply buying an ETF, maybe a global ETF, regional ETF. Um, who else here said to me, um, Matt, for example, said he's never bought a global ETF. That's fair enough, Matt. Um, so instead, maybe you don't want to go for a global ETF. Maybe it's a regional one, country specific one, whatever. The second one, um, the second example of a strategy is we go into an index like the S&P 100 and we pick out, say, the top 10 stocks in terms of growth of earnings or dividend yield or whatever. The third one might be doing something like the birthday game, which relies entirely on using the VectorVest system. And let's put together one more, right? And one more is I'm going to go over here to Unisearch and we're just simply going to build one. We're just going to build one from scratch. Right, so I'm going to, uh, I'm just going to give an example of, let's say, three metrics that we might put in here. We're going to spend a lot of other times talking about individual strategies and different strategies for different investors, whether you're dividend focused, whether you are a trader at heart, whether you're somebody that you want to find earnings, whether you're somebody that wants to find earnings that are growing more slowly, whether you're somebody like who here said, uh, Stu Lund said, mix of dividends and high growth. We can find that for you. To take no problem at all. So in here, we can build our own then. So we might say that we want a stock that has the dividend yield greater than, let's say, 4%. 4. We want a stock that has 
you know, actually, here's here's the way I could do this. I would like a stock where it is part of a watch list that is, that is, uh, okay, I'll go back there. That is, not is not, that is equal to um, in the S&P 500. So I want a stock with a dividend yield above 4% that is in the S&P 500. And I want a stock where, um, where the volume, average volume, average volume is greater than, now it probably is if it's in the, the S&P 500, but let's put it in to be sure, 1 million, 1, 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 3. And let's run the search. How many stocks can we find? Loads. We can find loads of stocks in here. And then from in here, then I can go in and, and, and I can um, I can consider it. So you can also build your own strategy. But the key thing that I wanted to say to you is get one. Get one together um, for sure. So let me just take a look over here now. Um, I can see there that you're, yeah, you're, and I completely understand your the the under the your own views about earnings and dividends and everything else but you know what that is the beautiful thing that is the beautiful thing about referring to the vectorvest system is when you know what you, when you know who you are and I will help you get to know yourself better no that kind of sounds kind of strange but I will help you to learn more about yourself as an investor as time goes on so there were the four strategies that uh, that we were going to put in place sorry there are four examples of strategy pick one pick one or just pick a strategy or just understand what a strategy might be and put it in place. Now, the last thing that I wanted to say to you today is another really good New Year's resolution is this, is commit to your education. And there is a range, a range of ways that you can do that. And of course, I like the number three. So I am going to give you three ways of doing so. The first one, first one is stay here with me. Stay here with me and commit to being here every two weeks when we are going to talk about how to build your knowledge using tech tools, including the Vectorvest system and your confidence in understanding the stock market. So what I would say is simply commit to maybe every two weeks that you're going to be here with me for an hour on a Friday and then you're going to take away what we talk about and you're going to implement it and practice it and then next time you can pop your questions into the chat as you can see I look at it here all the time I'll interact here with you and I'll make sure that if I can't answer something or if it's too specific for a broad audience or whatever it might be we will make sure and we will take care of you okay that's super simple for 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 us to do and maybe it's not this show maybe it's trending Thursdays maybe it is the weekly webinars that happen some of you have said there that you're going to immerse yourself into the Vectorvest system but whatever it is just find something that works for you and commit it obviously though I kind of like if you came back here so uh, obviously um, every Friday every second Friday at 5 p.m eastern time at 12 noon GMT I'm going to be here and I would only love if you were to hear and uh, to be here and to join me along the way now Another way to commit to taking care of your education is, and this is one that I do as well, that I do myself, is take some time like I do, like I have begun to do on a daily basis, but would have done regularly, but now on a daily basis, take some time to simply journal um, what you're doing. Maybe document why you found a stock interesting. Maybe it's because it had a high dividend yield, it's in the S&P 500, and it has high earnings growth. And just document why you are picking a stock. And then maybe you decide to buy it or maybe you decide just to watch it. And then maybe document again, maybe you know, a week later, how is the stock getting on? 
Has the stock risen? Has the stock fallen? Has the dividend yield changed? Has your views changed? Did you read something about it? And just chart your own educational journey. Just and, and reflect as well. The stock fell. Oh, that made me feel really nervous and I'm not sure if I made the right decision. And then next week, oh, the stock went up again. I should have really bought that. Believe me, I told you about my uh, my journey with Royal Caribbean. Oh my God, talk about a roller coaster of a stock price. Wow. If you look back at what that stock price was when I spoke about it last October, and actually where I got the idea originally was from uh, a guest that we had on Fantastic Female Fridays called Mary McKenna, who is the CEO of Tour America. And it was because of something she had said on the show. I went on to investigate it further. I analyzed it in the VectorVest system, spoke about it at Hot Stocks, and then decided to go on and take a position. So, you know, journaling through how you feel, oh, maybe I made the wrong decision because the stock fell, then reflecting on mm, the stock fell, but did that change the reasons that I bought the stock? Well, no, they, they didn't change, but, you know, and you can really learn an awful lot about, about yourself as you go. So first thing I would say is commit to commit your education, possibly by committing to tuning into the show every two weeks or something, something where you do it on a regular basis. And the second thing is journaling. Now, third one. The third one, and this is going to be one of the last things that I mentioned today. If you have any questions or any comments or anything else, now is the time absolutely to uh, to put in your comments and so on like that, because I'm really, really happy to do that. I'm, I'm, I'm always conscious that I want to make sure I start off the show saying that it would be half an hour. Uh, no, I've ended up talking a lot more than that. Typical Irish woman. But all the same, what I would say is I want to make sure that I commit to Delivering what I promised that I said I will um, within the hour and then I'll answer any questions as well after that as we go. So the first thing, as I say, is committing to a show or something. And the second one is journaling of your experience. But the third thing that I would also say is read or consume media somewhere. So uh, I'm going to give you a book recommendation, one that was helpful to me in just understanding the basics of the market. Now this, um, the little book of common sense investing right this is a book here gonna I'm gonna um bring it up here just gonna uh now very good and over there now okay so i'm just gonna show you this one here is the little book of common sense investing this one is is a is it right the little book series are as the name suggests they're little right the little books they're quite small obviously and they're short but they're punchy and they're actually a good education. You could read read the book in a couple of hours, maybe not even. But this one is all about, it's written by John C. Bogle. I don't know if any of you recognize that name, but he is the founder of Vanguard. And he is a pure, he was, the man died recently, well, a while ago now, pure pioneer of the index fund. The idea of buying a stock and hold, uh, buying an index and holding it. So he was a pioneer of that idea. And so for any of you who are interested in ETFs or getting started or just want the stock market return without any fancy stuff, that's a very good book uh, to look at. So the little book of common sense investing, I read it years ago and it just gives you a sense of what the market uh, is all about. But what's the stock market return? Where does it really come from? How how to get access to it efficiently and so on from there. So that is one I would suggest. And I'm going to give I'll give you loads of book recommendations over the months and years that we, we were here together. But that's just one I haven't given you a book recommendation for. That's one that I suggest. Now, instead, if you would like not a book, but a video and not just a video that is long and takes a long time to understand, but maybe current, relevant and a short, sharp shock. Well, then what I 
would suggest that you do is, sorry, oh, go back in here into timing. And uh, I don't think I can, oh, I can, as I zoom in here, is the daily color guard report video. This here, just going to click on the link there so that you can see it. And there you can see that this video is 20 minutes long. And it gives you an understanding of what the stock market is doing um, uh, every day, but at the end of the day. So there will be one as well today. Now, they're, these are great education because it really gives you a sense of understanding what's going on in the market and how to interpret it, and particularly how to interpret it from the point of view of understanding how the vector vest system works. So do something, do something. Maybe that what you might need to do is that you need to commit to maybe doing one, uh, looking at one of these videos per week. That's enough, but do it consistently, okay? Now, I am going to go back over one of these slides. This one, how can we put what we have spoken about here today and turn it into practice so that you are not one of the 46% of people who set resolutions, sorry, you are one of the 46% of people who set resolutions and then go on to be successful. The goals that I have shared with you today are not too big or unrealistic. These are all possible. Committing to coming to this show every two weeks is an hour out of a fortnight. Making sure that you get organized in, let's say, in the next month. Setting a watch list takes, you saw how I did it there, it takes seconds, it really does. Google Sheets, even though we got off to a tough enough start, and I love using Google Sheets and using that function. But anyway, thank you. Thank you again for helping me problem solve that. That takes minutes, right? So none of these goals are too big and unrealistic. In fact, these goals are punchy and small and realistic. The outcomes are that you become more organized and you know exactly where your money's at and you know what's what. Or... The outcome is that you become more learned and understanding or the outcome is that you actually have a very clear sense and idea of what you're doing in the market. So, right, so the outcome is good, but the process is super simple too. The process is enjoyable. Let's do it all together. And, you know, check in with me when, when we're back here again in two weeks time. Tell me how you've been getting on with, with your New Year's resolutions, specifically the goals that we're talking about today or whatever you might have learned from an episode. Please do pop it in. There's, there isn't a plan in place to achieve them. I've taken you through the plans now in each case. Now you can add more detail like I am going to create my portfolio this weekend over a coffee sitting in my chair in the sitting room. That might be really the plan that, that you need. But not just that. What I would do is put it into your alarm. Your alarm, the humble alarm. On We have a twin interview every week, you know, or every two weeks in advance of the show. Every time. And... Vector Vest asked me this week, they said, the person who runs our social media, her name is Melissa. She's totes amazing balls. Hello, Melissa, if you're on the show. And Melissa said to me, what, on Twitter, what tech tools were we going to talk about? And I was going to say Google Sheets, Vector Vest, specifically the portfolio function I want to show you today. And I said, the humble alarm. The humble alarm, set an alarm on your phone to make sure that you remind yourself to do this. And like, like I said in my own case, when it comes to my thinking time every morning over breakfast, I said it to Caroline, my, my personal secretary, and I said, make sure that there isn't anything in uh, in, the, in those early mornings anymore. That is the time I just need me, some eggs, my, my, journal, my, my diary that I have my specific questions on, and just my thinking time. And then the last one, the bandwagon can be a slippy place and when one falls off, they may not want to get back on. If at first you don't succeed... Dust yourself off and start again, as the song says. So don't don't worry if you you know if it doesn't work out, just just say right that was then and just move on and do it again. And do you know what's the opposite of that? 
what I find is a really powerful thing to do is when you have a couple of days of successes under your belt, celebrate in some way. Maybe it is that you, I don't know, buy yourself something, something nice that you've been waiting for. Or maybe you give yourself permission to have that me time in a lovely bath and your meditation, like somebody had mentioned here earlier, or whatever, whatever it might be. After you have a couple of successes under your belt, daily successes or small successes, celebrate them and that will turbo boost your momentum for sure. Okay, so today uh, I'm going to pop over to the questions now. But today what, what I wanted to do was I wanted to tell you why people don't succeed. Then I wanted to go on and give you three suggestions for resolutions like getting organized, put a strategy in place or commit to your education. I wanted to give you specifics in each one, how you can use some tech to help how you can use VectorVest to help. And then I wanted to go back over those reasons why New Year's resolutions fail and make sure that you are not committing those sins in advance so that you can actually commit to your own success. That is what I wanted to do. So I'm going to head over here now. I'm going to head over here to the chat. Let's just see what is uh, what is happening. Um, Let me see. Ebert says, so true, never stop learning. I am such a proponent of that. Such a proponent of that. This was the book that I read over Christmas. Um, It was all about climate change, you know, the future that we choose and surviving the the climate crisis. And it was all about, you know, look, particularly looking at the ESG sector, the environmental, social and governance sector. Also looking at new technologies and new funding, new funding models and how it's going to feed into the market. And that was something that I was I was looking at and, and learning more about over Christmas. Uh, as you've probably gathered, love technology. Been looking at a range of more tools, and I'll share those with you uh, as time goes on. So lifelong learning, absolutely. Denise, um, what is the ticker she is talking about? Um, tell me, D, what was the context for that? And I will tell you the ticker. Um, no problem. Oh, was it the the global ETF? It was IOO. IOO is the ticker code that I was referring to for the global ETF. If that's what it was. Lisa said, FFF is the place to be. Absolutely, Lisa. And thank you very much for being here and being, being part of the show. Paul said, uh, VectorVest, lifelong learning equals staying young. That's my plan anyway, Paul. How about you? <laughs> um, Z- Zarier says, can you show me how to make a portfolio using AutoTimer? Okay, let's pop on over there. So, so I am going to go back here to the system. Uh, just going to open it here. I'm going to go into portfolio. And let's say if in here... Um, if I create, so you see there how I created the, the portfolio and then you click auto timer and you click edit. So in here, I'm just going to do, the, do this quite quickly with you because I'm, I'm aware not everybody um, may need this, but so I'm going to create a new trading system, right? Rather than one that, that's in there already. So I click on build a custom trading system and in here I set up the market timing, for example, confirm calls. Then let's say I have my confirmed rules or my my rules for in a confirmed up. So I'm gonna buy when I'm gonna buy when the, the confirmed call is up, and when I do buy, I'm gonna buy let's say dividend payers, right? Just to give you an example. When I get a confirmed down call, I'm gonna press that I'm gonna go to cash, and then I'm going to finish, and then I'm going to press save and then you can also run the genius in here as well. Okay, so I'm just going to press save. And then what you can see there is it's going to start. Let's give it a moment there now. It's asking me there to update the stock criteria. And it'll ask me to, to pick out two dates that I can run it by. But ultimately, that is how to do it. Just the key thing that you need to remember is when you're in portfolios, pop over here to the right hand side and click on edit. And then that will bring you straight into auto timer. 
Okay. Um, let me just check now who is the next person here. So um, Matt says, do you buy the global ETF in a down market? And it doesn't matter since it's a world ETF. Matt, I tell you, I always would use market timing signals in buying something like a global ETF or a regional ETF. So the great thing about having the market timing indicators here at VectorVest is that if I'm going to go into the US market, I will always look at the market timing indicators first. Whether it's confirmed on call and up calls, whether it's the MTI, which is the market timing indicator, or the others. Um, I personally, since it's an equity exposure, I will always look at market timing before taking a position. Um, let me see now. X-Ray says your schedule is noon every other Friday. Yes, it is. So it's 12 noon Eastern time every two weeks. And if you subscribe to the channel uh, then and cl click on the bell, well, then you'll get a notification every time any show here at this uh, at this channel goes live. But particularly this one is every two weeks on a Friday at 12 noon. Um, CT says, thank you. You helped me keep focused on my goals. Delighted to do that. Delighted to be here and to, to enable you to do it for sure. Uh, Ebert says, you're welcome. Uh, sorry, thanks so much. I'm telling you, Ebert, you're welcome. D says, good stuff. Delighted to hear it. Oh, there is Melissa. Hello. Delighted that you're here. Uh, Ardless is very good. Thank you. Delight. That's great. You're more than welcome. Um, also, Jean, celebrate with a wee dram of Jemison's. Thank you. He is, of course, referring to Irish whiskey. I have to say, I'm developing a palate all right now for being able to discern a good whiskey. Uh, rather obligatory, really, isn't it? Um, who else have we got? Linda says, if we miss the live session, I have a question after uh, watching the video. Is there a way to contact you? Absolutely. All you need to do is send an email to support at VectorVest.com and ask them to forward it on to me and then I will get the message from there. So feel free indeed to contact me from there. And of course, all of the episodes are here on YouTube. So as we are literally recording this right now, because it's live and it's going out to you live, it is also currently being stored on the YouTube system as well. So that then there is no like waiting for the link or anything. It's, it's all going to be here. Uh, who else have we got here? Matt says, oh yeah, sorry, I've already answered that. Um, uh, Matt says, oh yeah, so you mentioned, you mentioned that already. So uh, Zarir said, sorry, I meant to say without using auto timer. Oh, of course, you can just use the portfolio the way I showed you. That's all. You Just the way I created it there, the way I showed you originally, you don't need auto timer to set up a portfolio. Just if you go back over that piece of the video, it'll show you exactly how to do it. Uh, who else? Uh, Travis says hello all and Julie says this was helpful. Thank you. Well, I'm delighted to hear it. Really delighted that you all took the time to spend with me here. I'm going to be back to see you in two weeks time and we are going to talk a lot more. As I say, my focus is all about bringing you on an investment journey where you get more and more and more understanding of the market, build your confidence and we can navigate the technology to help you along the way. Uh, okay, um, every best wish to every single one of you, thanks so much indeed for joining. I am going to head over to Facebook Live now and I'm going to do a quick summary of what we what we spoke about there. So if you have any comments or anything, you can head on over there to Facebook Live on the VectorVest Facebook page too and I will see you there. Every best wish to you all. Thanks so much indeed for your interaction. See you in two weeks' time. and Happy New Year. Bye. Thank you for supporting our podcast and for being a part of VV Nation. Remember, you can always get a free stock analysis on your stocks. Simply go to VectorVest.com forward slash free. Type in your symbol, submit your email, and we will email your analysis.